Thank you, brother. Have your Bibles this morning. Turn with me once again to the book of Deuteronomy. This will be probably the last message I'm going to be preaching from this book. It's in the 11th chapter. Let's all stand in Deuteronomy, the 11th chapter. And I'm going to read verses 22 through 25. This, and uh, I promised you last week that I was going to tell you what Deuteronomy means, and so we will be doing that during this message. But the 10th chapter, and, and we're going to read, I'm sorry, the, le- the 11th chapter, in verse 22. Again, in verse 22 says, For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him. Then will the Lord drive out all these nations before thee, I'm sorry, before you, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even into the uttermost sea shall ye shall your coast be. Then there shall no man be able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of your uh, upon all the land, dread of you upon all the land, and ye shall tread upon as he has said unto you. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to study it and to preach these messages. Lord, I pray that you'll give me the strength I need today to preach this message, Lord. Keep my keep this cough down, and Lord, that I can be able to get my message across. Thank you for everything, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you. you may be seated. The title of my message today is The Secret of Overcoming. The Secret of Overcoming. Uh, I want I want to just give a warning this morning, and uh, this is something that's free, won't cost you anything, and it's something that I want to do. It don't have anything to do with my message today, but uh, I want to give you this warning. First Corinthians ten twelve, something that Paul says here that that I want to uh, uh, bring out this morning it says, "Wherefore, let him that thinketh." He standeth, take heed, lest he fall. Be careful about that, I tell you, because there's a. I see a lot of things that are going on this day and time, and and in in these days that uh, a lot of people have figured out that they know more than anybody else, and uh, that's uh, that's sad. Because, um, you know, he, he says, when we think that we know it all, then we better be careful because we're about to fall. And, and we, we don't, you know, I've been, I've been preaching the Bible 55 years, and I still don't know it all. I, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know, as, as I've said many times before, that, if I live two or three more years, I'll probably be the dumbest person to ever live, because it just seems like it. You just you get worse and worse as time goes along. 
with what you think you know and what you, what you think you don't know. But anyway, let's get back to my message now for this morning. Christ has given us an example how to overcome our victim mentality to victor mentality. Now, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people like the, the victim mentality. I, I tell you, I, I don't like it because I don't want to be a victim. Uh, uh, I want to be a victor. And that's what, uh, that's what we find out a lot of times. Our Lord and Savior, uh, I'm sorry, there are no, there's no other way to overcome except the way that is taught by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We, we, we feel like that we can do a lot of things on our own. We can overcome a lot of things on our own. And we don't have to uh, rely on anybody else to help us. Uh, you know, people have, uh, I was talking with a pastor this week, and um, he was telling me, and uh, uh, he, he said, uh, seems like it, people have less and less need of a pastor. And he's right. He's right. I, I, I'm seeing that myself. I'm seeing it. As time goes along, that uh, that people have less and less need of a pastor, because pastors aren't used as they should be in in, in this day and time. If we are, if we're not able to overcome by the way of the Holy Spirit, then we are lost without any way of overcoming in this wicked world. You know, if 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 we can't, if if we don't have the leadership of the Holy Spirit. In our life, and when we we don't have that that uh, that He teaches us and the teaching that He gives us, then we're uh, we have no way of, of dealing with this wicked world. And first of all, we don't need to be dealing with this wicked world. We we don't we don't need to be uh, trying to change it. Uh, I, I see so much nowadays uh, world changers. You know, uh, there's a group that's 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 on TV now. They're called the World Changers. They're they're supposed to be a religious group. Uh, you're not going to change this world. This world is destined to be exactly what it is. And that's wicked. <coughs> this wicked world will destroy a spiritual deficient individual. Uh, it, it will. You know, if we if we try to deal with this world, and a lot of people are trying that. They're 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 finding things and and I've I've said many times uh, I've done had people I've had people mention about uh, you know since people started live streaming people don't go to church like they did and, and I'm like brother uh, brother Wayne Massey you know that's what a church is there for you know but um, it, we we don't have it we don't have it here that bad but there's some there's some that uh, I was talking to a fellow here not too long ago, and he said, we don't go to church anymore. He said, our church sends it out, and we just stay home and, and listen to it. I said, you sit home in your pajamas. You sit home with not getting ready. You sit home uh, and, and doing it. He said, yeah, that's exactly what we do. And uh, he said, we, we don't have to worry about getting ready on Sunday and going to the Lord's house. <coughs> But that's, that's, that's getting to be a, an old thing. Now, I told you last Sunday that I would give you the meaning of Deuteronomy. 
I don't know if any of you know what the meaning of Deuteronomy is, but I'm going to tell you what it is. It simply means the second law. The second law. Now, what is the second law? The second law is a universal law. There, there's some scriptures, there's some laws in the Bible that are universal laws. They're both for Old Testament and New Testament. And I guess uh, uh, the most universal law that we know of is the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are universal laws. And uh, they're, to be, they're to be obeyed by everybody. And, uh, and so uh, that's the, the, the second law to the Mosaic and Levitical laws. Now, if you if you study your scriptures, you'll find that the, the, <coughs> excuse me that the Mosaic law and the Levitical laws were uh, done away with in the Lord Jesus Christ. When He died, He did away with all those laws, those laws of eating, those laws of drinking, those laws of of this and that, those laws that God gave the uh, Jews to 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 govern themselves by and to live by and but the, the, this second law is universal these laws that's the reason I've been preaching on this here in Deuteronomy is because uh, the, the these are to be listened to the, these are these are to be listened to just like any other laws in the, in the testament um, these these old laws I'm, I'm sorry these old ways, will breathe a different spirit of understanding into our hearts. It, it'll bring us it'll bring us a different understanding of what God expects of us if we look at those things. And it's simple and and let, let's think for a few seconds here this morning. The scripture states number one, for if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments which I command you, that's number one. Number two, to do them. Number three, to love the Lord your God. Number four, to walk in all his ways. And number five, to cleave unto him. That's your secret right there. You've got to stay close to God. If you want to overcome this world, you can't, you can't just go out there and, and say, well, I'll, I can ask forgiveness. It's like one man told me one time. He said, uh, he said I, I go do whatever I want to do. And I said, you do? He said, yeah. He said, I go do whatever I want to do. He said, all I've got to do is just go to the Lord and ask forgiveness. And he said, he'll forgive me. And and, um, and I told him, I said, well, you're using, you're using that wrong. And he said, oh, no. And he said, well, if I sin against the church, he said, I can just come back before the church. If I come back 40, I think he said 46, 47 times. He said, they have to forgive me. I said, what about that 48 time? And he said, well, he said, I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, he said, they have to forgive me. Well, let me tell you, folks, God has laid down a, a law. God has laid down the law in verse 22 that, that is so simple to understand. He said, "For <coughs> number one, let me say it again, for if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you. That's one. Now we find that also in the New Testament. Uh, Paul spoke of that, I think it was. 
Number two, all those commandments, we're to do them. Number three, to love the Lord your God. <coughs> number four, to walk in all his ways. And number five, to cleave unto him. If one thinks nothing of the previous five things, then one has lost all of his or her zeal for the Lord. If we, if we think that's just beyond us, what we can do, then we've lost all of our zeal for the Lord. We've lost all of it. And that's, that's the sad part about it, folks. I'm telling you, today, we've lost a lot of our zeal. Our zeal, this, this uh, uh, sickness has taken a lot of our zeal away from us. I'm going to be preaching more on that on Wednesday night about what this, what this dilemma, what this pandemic has done to the Lord's people. How, how it's affected the Lord's people and, and how it's changed them. And we'll be talking more about that Wednesday night. But uh, I just want to say this. If one thinks nothing of the previous five things, then one has lost all his or her seal for the Lord. Just remember, this, this holy fire which dwells in one's heart is never to go out. It's never to go out. It's never to leave. You know, we, it, it, it stays in there. And, and that's what I don't understand today. I don't understand the zeal. You know, I've, um, I'm, I'm, I've been having trouble uh, really talking anymore. Uh, Rhonda says she can't hear me, but she don't want to hear me. But, um, but anyway, um, I have to talk low. If I try to talk loud like I am now, then it's, I start coughing. But uh, anyway... Uh, that that zeal should never leave us. That we 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 don't we can't just take that zeal off and put it back on. Take that zeal off and put it back on. We constantly yield ourselves unto God in daily living for Him. We we do we do that in in daily living for the Lord. We we're constantly doing these things for Him. And, and uh, doing what, what he would have us to do. It was John who said, it was John who said for whatsoever, for whatsoever, now listen to this, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Now, whosoever or whatsoever, the Bible says whatsoever, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. In other words, God can, God can take anything. He can take anything, and he can make it what he wants it to be. And, and we, we, we're, not, we're not doing things on our own. Just like I, the, that very first statement I made when I started this message. You know, just as soon as you think that you know it all, as soon as you think you've got it conquered, you're ready to fall. And, and you never have it conquered. You never, you, you'll never, I don't care how hard you try, You'll never have it conquered. We'll, we'll never, and, and we talk about, well, we, we need to, I, people said, well, I need to live a better life. I need to do this, do that. You, you only live the life that you can live, and that's it. You know, you can't, um, uh, you, you know, we, we worry. We worry a lot about sin that we commit. Well, we're sinners. We're going to commit sin because we're sinners. We're, we're born sinners, and 
The only hope we have is that God will save our soul. That's what he does. He saves us. Living by faith is a certain way of overcoming. Just remember what the Lord has said. Every place, what he said, now listen to this, every place whereon your soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness of Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. It all belongs to you. It's all ours. He, he has given it to us. He has, he has promised it to us. He's promised that, that we're, going to, uh, uh, we're, go, we're going to be exactly what he would have us to be. And we, he's promised that to us. Faith, faith, God-given faith, let's say this, God-given faith laughs at impossibilities. Laughs at impossibilities. There's nothing that we can't do if we just stay with the Lord, trust with the Lord. And, and this, this generation is getting away from the Lord. I'm telling you, they are. I, I see it. I, it scares me to death. It really does. It scares me to death. Faith laughs at impossibilities. And faith says it shall be done. It will be done. You know, we've got to have faith that it that we can do these things, that we can follow the Lord as he wants us to follow him. He wouldn't tell us to keep his commandments if we can't keep them. Let me say that again. He wouldn't tell us to keep his commandments if we couldn't keep them. We can keep them. The problem is, do we want to keep them? Do we like what goes on in the world better? Do we like what, what is said on Facebook better? Do we like what is said here, here or there better? Do we like what's said on live streaming better? You know, it's it's, it's sad. It really is. It's a sad thing. What what we've come up what we've come up against. Abraham's faith was very strong. <coughs> Here's strong faith. We've already talked about this, but I won't bring it out in this message before I let you go today. Abraham's faith was very strong when he went out to a place that he didn't even know where he was going. That's strong faith. How many times how many times have you ever hit out somewhere you didn't even know where you're going? If you ever been in the military, you've been like that. Because you never know, you never know. They may hand you a piece of paper this day and tell you you're going here or you're gonna be you're gonna be transferred there or something like that. But uh I, I know uh, I was talking to Cody when Cody was in there, and Cody was at Fort Polk, Louisiana. Uh, that's, we always call that Fort Puke and, because that's a, that's a terrible place. And uh, I asked Cody, I said, did, did, uh, do they still have that Vietnam village down there? He said, they do. I said, did you know that your pastor helped set that up? Sure did. And uh, but you never know. You never know what you're going to have to do. You just never know. You may get your papers to go somewhere overseas or something. Uh, but I want to tell you, folks, uh, God has set our way for us. He has told us. He has told us that every place that our feet set down belongs to us. You, you you can't get you can't get away from what belongs to you. 
because the next step you take, you're stepping on something that belongs to you. Gary and Chelsea was up in Hartwell, Hartwell or something, something like that, and I, I saw a falls up there. And uh, I was telling Chelsea that I used to go to those falls and we used to get our drinking water. I used to share, carry two five-gallon buckets out there and fill them up, and that's, what, that's the water we drink. And, uh, boy, good water, too. And But uh, but every step you take, that belongs to you. Some of you say, well, I, wish, I sure wish I owned this beach. Well, if you've been on it, you do. It belongs to you. I, I sure wish I owned these mountains. Well, if you've been on them, they belong to you. That's what he says. I'm just just repeating what God says. God told him, he says, Every place whereon your soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. You believe that? You don't believe that, do you? No, you don't. You don't believe it. You can't sit there and tell me you do. I know you have a hard time believing it because I have a hard time believing it. But that's every place, he says, every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. <coughs> he tells them from the wilderness to Lebanon. That's not Tennessee either. From the wilderness to Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea, Sure, your coast be belongs to you. It's ours. It's ours. You, you you say, well, I'm not very rich. You are too. If you walk much, Tara should be the richest person in here. All the steps she's taken, she takes steps when she's not even walking. Like Micah said, said you make me nervous. Every step. We too. I'm talking about Abraham again. Let's get back to that. He just knew the promises of his God. God promised him, said, I'm going to take off. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll direct your path. I'll tell you. You don't know where, <coughs> he didn't know where he's going. He just followed the Lord. We too know... <coughs> <clears throat> the promises that are made in scriptures. The promise of God's th- thing. <clears throat> I'm sorry, let me see if I can get this out. The promises of God's rings. I'm sorry, the promises of God rings like a dinner bell to the hungry faithful. God promised and said, Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before thee in verse 23. Then will the Lord drive out all these nations. You don't you don't have to worry about overcoming something. You'll overcome it. The, the, the secret to overcoming is to know that you can overcome. You can overcome this virus. You can overcome this pandemic. We can overcome that. I sometimes sometimes I wonder, I'm I think, well, I'm gonna have to die before I get well. But but the thing about it is, we can overcome this. 
You can overcome it. I believe that with all my heart. God promised and said, Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before thee. God will not put down stumbling blocks. Only Satan will do that. God won't put down stumbling blocks for you. He'll open up the way for you. You just got to realize, I want to take it. I want to do it. He further promises, Then shall there, he says, There shall no man be able to stand before thee, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land ye shall tread upon as he has said unto you. Verse 25. He says, He says, I'm going to put a fear upon you that people don't want to mess with you. People don't want to mess with you. You know, we, when I was growing up, you know, I was a, when I was a boy growing up, uh, we thought we thought we was tough. We thought, well, we, we want to be tough where nobody will mess with us. Well, I'm going to tell you, folks, I didn't know I had to be saved before I got like that. God, God, God said, God said, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to make you people dread to even be around you and try to overtake you. You know, today, somebody said, somebody told me, he said, well, today you'll get shot. You ain't going to get shot if the Lord don't want you to. That's like that, some guy come in my study back there a long time ago, long time ago. Came in my study back there and said we owed him hundred dollars. I said, "What do we owe you a hundred dollars for?" He said, "I did. I mowed the churchyard." I said, "You didn't mow the churchyard." I said, "We got somebody here at church and mows the churchyard. Does the churchyard?" He said, "I did the churchyard." I said, "You owe me a hundred dollars." And uh, about that time, he pulled out a little old knife about that long out of his pocket. When he did, I come across that desk after him. And uh, I, went, I, I grabbed him, and I throwed him back out that door, and he took off running. I chased him all the way down the road here until I couldn't run no more. But uh, no, nobody going to hurt you. Well, I wish we could believe that. We're afraid, we're afraid of everything. Listen, folks, this is the law in the kingdom of grace under which all of us live. These are statements that I've just written down. This is the law in the kingdom of grace under which all of us live. Sanctify yourselves, and the Lord will do wonders. He'll do wonders with us. Jehovah God says, prove me. Prove me. He says, prove me. Try it. Try it and see what happens. Prove me. He says, if you give, he says, he, he says, if you give to the Lord, said, prove him. He'll give back to you. He'll open the windows of heaven. Said, he open the windows of heaven and he'll pour it down upon you like nothing. It's hard to believe that. I know it is. I know it's hard for, for us to take that and, 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 and be blessed with it. It is. Some, some things in the scriptures 
you know, they're just hard to, they're, they're hard to swallow. I'm, I'm just being honest with you, folks. I'm being honest with you. People keep telling me, they'll say, well, God, God's going to heal you. Well, when's it coming? I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. Not that I have any doubt in God. It's just the fact that God's not ready yet. I guess God wants me to stumble like this and go, go about this. Let me leave you with these words this morning. God is good to all who do as he says. If you do what he says, he's good. It's like Brother Wayne Massey said, you know, if you want to be in church, you'll be doing what you're doing. I sent somebody a message on Facebook here. They had some pictures. I said, uh, we sure would welcome you in church. Come back to church because there are people who who should be here and been here in a long time. May God's blessings overwhelm you today. I pray that that happens to you. I pray that God's blessings will just overwhelm you. I pray that you'll be so happy that because God has done so much, you realize God has done so much for you. If you're out there on live streaming, you 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 can't have a you can't have a better friend than, than the Lord. You can't have a better friend than him. He'll take care of you. I pray, I pray that you'll see that and understand that. We, we live in <laughs> terrible days. We live in days that, just like a preacher I talked to this week, and he, he's not a preacher that I've, I follow because I don't agree with some of the things he does. I can't help it. I just don't. Don't agree with some of the things he does, but uh, there's one thing that he did agree with me on, and that is people's not doing like they should do anymore. They're just not doing it. And I pray that the Lord will see fit. It's good to see this number here today. It's good to see this number here today. And uh, we had a big number here Wednesday night, didn't we? It's good to see this number here today. Good to see you folks come out today. Thankful to God for you. May God's blessings overwhelm you today. Let's be dismissed in prayer, and we're going to have our business meeting.